Welcome to my podcast where I talk about all things related to money, mindset, finance, business, and investing. My name is Royston Kambabachi, qualified accountant with over 30 years experience in finance and business. Coming from a very humble background, I have continuously challenged the assumptions and the expectations of what I'm capable of achieving for myself and others. Over the years, I've helped hundreds of entrepreneurs to decipher finance and to make more money and to run highly successful businesses. On this podcast, I will share with you tips, strategies, techniques, and tools that you can use to make more money, manage money better, and to maximize your success. Welcome to a very special episode of the Financial Intelligence Mindset Podcast. And look, I've been doing a few interviews over the last uh, few episodes. I think I interviewed six people, including two uh, from the UK, if not three, a couple from America, and also one from Canada. So, wow, that was like really good. Yes, actually three from UK, two from the USA, and one from America. I think it's time I get some Caribbean people uh, on the podcast. But look, um, it's been good interviewing people, you know, getting some insights into exactly where they are on the journey, exactly how they kind of went from A to Z, or some people just A to B to C to D, you understand what I'm saying? Because look, everyone's at a different stage in their journey, in their financial journey. But it's insightful, you know, to speak to different people and understand, you know what I mean? I remember talking to Mike, one of the guys, the first guy actually interviewed, you know, and he's got a, I didn't even know that he was a multimillionaire. Just, just imagine that, you know, and you're running Fabify, which, which is a sort of an online business, that online uh, apparel business that he's actually looking to float on the stock exchange. I've spoken to quite a few people, right? Anyway, today I want to talk to you about something called um, credit rating and credit worthiness. It's quite on my mind. Because a lot of people, I feel, are not leveraging credit. They're not really using credit to their advantage. And therefore, they're kind of losing out on the opportunity to leverage money. But before you leverage money, you've got to have a good credit rating. Are you going to be credit worthy? Even if you haven't got a rating, right? Because exactly, what is a rating? A rating is something that, that, that's based on your footprint. Based on your credit footprint, I, how have you used credit in the past? Then like in the UK, the US, in Canada, etc. there are big agencies like Ethereum, uh, and there are a few others uh, which actually tracks your credit footprint. What does that mean by that? It means that every time you take something on credit, they track that and then they kind of see how do you pay it back month on month and then they give you a score. But there are a few key factors that some people actually don't even realize like something called your credit utilization ratio that is the percentage of the credit that you are using as a percentage of the credit you have available right and i can go over it slowly again for example that's why i always say to people it's good to have multiple credit cards because you don't want to have one credit card and use it to the limit you want to have several credit cards and then you want to make sure that actually the utilization ratio is 25 percent or less what i mean by that if you got, I don't know, five credit cards and each one, say, is uh, 20 grand, that's 100 grand, you want to make sure that your total limit on all credit cards is only up to 25,000. That means 25 over 100 is 25% uh, utilization ratio. Now, what is credit worthiness? Credit worthiness means that even if you have never used credit, but now you want to get some money from some people, right? You effectively have to prove to them that you are worthy of being credited. You are worthy of taking credit. And you know, growing up in the Caribbean, right? Uh, literally, there were lots of shops and stuff, corner shops, not exactly corner shop, but you call a rum shop back home anyway. But they have all these shops, etc. And they might say, no credit sold here, no credit here. But there are a few people, even though they have no credit here, you'll see some people coming into the shop and still getting credit. Why is that? 
because those people are credible. They're creditworthy. And you can be the same in business. You can be the same. Even though a, a bank is not lending money right now, or, or you think banks are not lending loans, etc. If you have a good credit rating, or if you are creditworthy or credible, you can put together a case, a business plan, or a pitch deck as we call it, and you can go to the bank and you can get some money. And here's the next thing. You don't even have to go to the bank. You can find investors, people who have money and people who just not getting a good return on the money and they will be willing to invest in your business. Even I invest in some small businesses as well because I am all about investing and leveraging money. So if I see that someone has a good business and they don't have the money, but I know how to get the money, I can borrow the money on credit and invest in their business and they can make profit. I can then use to pay back that debt. You know, so you can leverage everything effectively, but effectively for you to access money, you kind of either have to have a proof that you have been managing money carefully. And a lot of people that I actually find is that they're a bit lackadaisical in terms of managing money. You know what I mean? That's why I've written a book on the topic. You know, you know, I have a book on the topic called, uh, it's actually on Amazon, um, Money Management for Business Owners and Entrepreneurs. And I've got a section in there on credit worthiness and credit rating, etc. And if you, if you haven't got my book, if, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't got my book, then go and just get a, get a copy of the book. This this is a copy of the book. I know the light is kind of, uh, i got some light going on here. It's dimming it. You can't really see it, but I'm willing to send you a copy for free. You can email me at roy at rapmax.com. Let me get you this book. So effectively, why is your credit rating so important? And how can that save you money? Well, effectively, if you think about mortgages, you think about anything on credit that you want to get, when they're lending you the money, they want to see how worthy are you of getting the credit, but also of getting the particular interest rates. For example, if you have a poor credit rating, they give you a high interest rate. So it can cost you money to manage your money badly. And you can save a lot of money by managing your money properly, which means that you have to put in place systems and processes, even within your personal finance and within your business to manage money properly. And that's exactly what I do, right? I help people who have no clue how to manage money to put in place systems and processes to manage money. I mean, I even have clients whose problem is not making money, but how to manage their money. They're just making so much of money from their business that they need to put in place systems and processes to really manage the money to make sure that, okay, that um, well, the business is profitable, number one, but number two, that they're managing the cash flow, you know what I mean? Number three, that they're always obviously paying all back the debt on time because you have to plan to pay back your debt, right? Because if you're making a lot of money and you use that money from operations to then go and like buy capital expenditure, like assets, etc., and you have debts and those capital expenditure that you bought didn't turn back into sales, come back into cash, therefore you haven't got any cash to pay the debt. And that's why people get in trouble because people sometimes, as a very simple thing, don't even understand the difference between an asset and a liability. And when you really break it down, even those who say that they invest in assets, they're not sweating the assets instead of that they're bleeding money. So instead of the assets being sweat, what does I mean by that? I mean that you're putting the asset to work for you so the asset generates sales, which generate profit, and then profit turn into cash. And therefore, you have free cash flow, which you can use to grow and build a business. Many people don't actually do that. You know what I mean? 
I know I'm talking here fast and I'm, I'm sharing some stuff with, with you know with you guys today. But I just came out, you know, um today and I just thought, wow, let me just shoot some videos. Let me let me do a podcast, you know what I mean? And um and yeah, you know, so I just flow from the cloud, you know, literally, because I've been around, um, like you can call it 30 years, you know, doing finance and business. Um, I've worked in banking and financial services for 19 years. So I really understand how money works, you know what I mean? I don't have to go to read a book to know how money works, you know. I can read, I can write books on how money works, right? And effectively, as I always say to people, money and currency means the flow. Obviously, money is an exchange of value. So if you're in business, you want to really give something of value, right? Um, but let's not go on to that today. I'm talking about leveraging. No, even the banks are leveraging money. The banks leverage your money. When you put your money in the bank and you say you're saving your money, the bank then go and leverage that. What the bank does is that the bank works out what interest rate they can give you versus what interest rate they can charge, and they go out and they leverage the money. Big businesses are also leveraging other people's money. For example, they buy goods on credit, then they try to sell the goods first and then pay you for the goods, right? Uh, even Amazon is doing the same thing. That's Amazon is a really, really great business, obviously, because they collect the stuff from people, they sell it, then they pay them, you know what I mean? Um, farmers um, supermarkets leverage from farmers so everybody is leveraging from everybody the government the government is leveraging money the government is borrowing a lot of money and then they're using that money to get to keep the economy going and then the taxing people and then they're using that to pay back the debt so what i'm saying to you is that everything is a system money is a system and um if you don't understand the money system then how can you take advantage and how can you really um leverage your money and we're talking here about financial intelligence talking about the ability to understand how money works and the ability to understand how to work your money that your money can work for you no look let me just fast track right so there are a few types of cash flow anyway right so let's just talk about cash flow just to wrap this up there are four types of cash flow linear cash flow you sell your time for money okay leverage cash flow you use other people's assets etc to make money then we have um what's the next big one we have uh passive passive cash flow where you know you you invest in assets and you don't even work in the business and then you make money and then we also have windfall where you make a big windfall from capital gains equity etc so just to recap four types of main cash flow i'm just giving you a different concept today you know what i mean and um, there's linear cash flow sell time for money there's number two captive uh not captive passive cash flow where you effectively uh you know you have assets that you don't actually work in day in day out all of that's kind of a myth anyway or you there's nothing that you never have to work to get anyway it's, it's obviously passive is a kind of a myth but what i mean by this is that you don't have to spend your time for money right that for them that if, if you have properties even if you don't work you still make money right and then there's leverage leverage is when you borrow money um and then you use that money to make more money and then windfall is when you effectively uh win some money or when your assets that you have bought like a property have capital gains on it and therefore you get some money just by the asset appreciation right but the best one is obviously leverage so when you're leveraging you're not using your own money you're using other people money to make money and that's the thing and once you leverage you can then go and actually have passive cash flow and you can have a windfall cash flow by leveraging you can never do that by having linear cash flow because linear cash flow you're just making enough just to cover your bills and expenses you're just breaking even and that's why everyone should be using leverage cash flow but to use leverage cash flow you must have a really good credit rating or you must be very credible i hope that makes sense i kind of wrapped it into cash flow etc 
you know, just to kind of bring it there for you to make sure you understand some of the content talking about today. I've gone really quick. This is a, this is just a, like a, a random podcast on some uh, stuff to keep you going and to make your mind blow and to make sure you understand that financial intelligence is your path with the financial freedom. I want to give you a very special invite to join my F. BI Academy, my finance, business, and investing academy. It's a group coaching program. I'm actually setting up right now with a few entrepreneurs across the world. I only have space for a few more people. If you want to join this group coaching program, where I'll be sharing advanced strategies of how you can use your money to make more money, or how you can leverage other people's money, or even how you can get money to do a business, or how you can manage your business better, or how you can use marketing to grow your business, or how you can... Uh, manage a bit whatever you want to know about finance business and investing you want to join my academy it's called the fbi academy i want you to shoot me an email at roy at rockmax.com and just say fbi academy and i will i will set up a call with you to talk to you about fbi academy it's a group coaching program where i'll be jumping on every week via zoom i'll be sharing a lot of content with you i'll be sharing recorded content with you i will also be giving you access to uh my online program and yeah, it's going to be a great, great, great academy. Also be deep diving as well on different businesses week on week, kind of a mastermind concept. So if you all want to, to really grow your money, if you want to grow your business, you want to take your money to a different level, shoot me an email at royatrackmax.com and let me tell you everything about how to join the FBI Academy. Until next time, do listen out, do keep tuned for much more content coming on the Financial Intelligence Mindset Podcast. Take care, and I speak to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Thank you very much for listening to my podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. You can find out more about me by Googling my name, Royston Cumberbatch. I'm on all the social media, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. You can find me on YouTube as Roy Cumberbatch. And if you are listening on YouTube, please hit that uh, subscribe button. Or you can find me on my website at www.rackmax.com. That's R-A-C-M-A-C-S dot com. It'd be great to hear from you. And do feel free to tell me about any topics you want me to cover on future episodes. Until next time, be good to yourself and others. Keep positive and reaching for your financial goals. Bye-bye.